In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. The search continues for a plane and pilot that went missing this week in southwest Michigan. William Vandermolen with the Michigan wing of the Civil Air Patrol tells us 83-year-old Richard Martin left the Dowagic Municipal Airport Sunday morning in a small home-built airframe and never returned. He typically flies around for a few hours and then lands back at the airport on the weekends. A search for him began early Monday morning but was hampered by rain. Since then, we've received numerous responses from the public, many of them with tips from eyewitnesses who may have seen an aircraft similar to the one we are looking for and in different areas around southwest Michigan across multiple counties. Vander Molen says they look both by air and by van. He says this particular plane does not have equipment that could tell searchers where it's located. Unfortunately, with this particular aircraft, we are not picking up an ELT signal. So most all of the searching we're doing is just visual from the air and from the vans and the teams driving around. Tips have been coming in from around southwest Michigan, and the search area includes portions of Van Buren, Kalamazoo, St. Joseph, Cass, Berrien, and Allegan counties. Vandermolen says Lake Michigan has not been part of the search. Anyone who recalls seeing a small shiny plane on Sunday, is asked to report it to local police. Southwest Michigan lawmakers are reacting with optimism to the news this week that Palisades owner Holtec International has reached a power purchase agreement with Wolverine Power Cooperative. WSJM's Andrew Green reports. The move is an important step as Holtec seeks to reopen the nuclear power plant in Van Buren County. State Representative Pauline Wenzel says the announcement, quote, brings us one step closer to making history, becoming the first state to successfully repower a non-operational nuclear power plant. She adds, quote, Michigan has an opportunity to secure our legacy as a global leader in technology, discovery and innovation. We're at the doorstep of doing something truly remarkable. State Representative Joey Andrews, meanwhile, calls the power purchase agreement incredibly welcome news. He says opening Palisades, if it happens, will return hundreds of good paying jobs to the region. Also, Congressman Bill Heisinger has weighed in and said the partnership, quote, completes another important step in the effort to restore clean, carbon-free energy production at the Palisades nuclear facility. Andrew Green, WSJM News. A new $1 million commitment to Lakeshore Public Schools has been announced by the Lakeshore Excellence Foundation. Foundation President J.C. Anderson tells us the group is donating the funds to the district for several initiatives that were identified by the administration. It's a great collaboration among the administration, among the school board, and the Lakeshore Excellence Foundation. We're an independent fundraising organization for the benefit of Lakeshore Public Schools. Lakeshore Superintendent Greg Eating says the programs to be supported with the $1 million commitment include a new quarter-million RAV employee appreciation program for teachers over the next five years and a $222,000 investment in early literacy. We're making a commitment as a district to improve our early literacy amongst all of our schools. And the foundations kind of said, hey, we get around that idea and really want you to have the money that you might need to help with that program. Eating says $175,000 will buy new weight room equipment and upgrades. $80,000 will purchase CNC machines. $50,000 will be spent on broadcast equipment. And $50,000 will go to the PLC initiative. Some of these initiatives, like the weight room improvements and the CNC equipment, will be immediate. The foundation has already raised about $600,000 of the donation. Anderson says anyone who wants to help them reach the other $400,000 can donate at lefonline.org.
Lincoln Township is in the preliminary stages of drafting a new master plan. Speaking to the Lincoln Township Board of Trustees on Tuesday, the Planning Commission's Mark Florian said the body has set up a subcommittee to drive the process and work with the township's planner. He told us the board could start to hear about the effort within the next month or so. There will be several opportunities for the public to come in and express their interests in in various aspects of the master plan, what they would like to see perhaps added or changed, modified, etc. And we'll be taking all that into account as we move forward. The master plan governs development around the township for years into the future. Florian said the current master plan is about 20 years old, although it has been updated in five-year increments. However, drafting a new master plan is a lengthy process that takes into account a great deal of public comment, something that the updates do not include. Florian told us planners felt it was time to get that public input. Congressman Tim Wahlberg is calling on Congress to continue supporting programs that protect the Great Lakes after the discovery of silver carp DNA in the St. Joe River. The Michigan Department of Natural Resources announced last week that some of the invasive carp DNA was found in one of 200 water samples collected in the river back in June. Speaking on the U.S. House floor this week, Wahlberg said that is troubling news. That's why I've continued to support bipartisan efforts that will maintain a healthy Great Lakes ecosystem through securing funding for the Great Lakes Restoration Initiative and why I continue to support efforts like the Brandon Road Lock and Dam to fight invasive species. Wahlberg said the silver carp has overtaken waterways around the country. The DNR says the discovery of silver carp DNA in the river doesn't necessarily mean any of the actual carp have made it there. The DNA could have been carried by a boat that passed through the waterway where invasive carp live. More tests are being conducted, and Wahlberg says he is monitoring the situation. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.